Welcome, everybody. I'm super excited for another episode of Show About Science. This is your host, Nate. Today on the show, we're going to talk about manatees. So as these gentle giants glide along, come join me and my guest, Sherry, as we take a little glimpse into the secret underwater world of the manatees. Welcome to the show about science. It's great to have you. Thank you, Nate. It's great to be on your show. Thanks for having me. So, Sherry, I'm very excited to talk to you about manatees. But first, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Sherry Barton. I'm a senior biologist in the Manatee Research Program at Moat Marine Laboratory in Sarasota, Florida. I study um, wild Florida manatees. How did you become interested in manatees? Well, I grew up here in Florida, and so I've always just been exposed to manatees. The county that I live in is actually called Manatee County, and so I just grew up being exposed to manatees, and I've always loved animals, and I loved science, and the two just kind of came together that I was fortunate enough to be able to start studying manatees. If I were a manatee researcher, I would basically just look at a manatee, swim with it, see what it does, take notes, all the simple stuff, basically. And I'd study their behavior, like what they're vulnerable to, like, what do you do to research manatees? Most of what I do is using photo ID. Do you know what photo ID is? No. It's where you can either put mark on an animal or with manatees. Manatees are already naturally marked. They have scars and mutilations, and most of those are from boat strikes. Some of them are from, like, cold stress, uh, lesions that have healed, and other things, but most of the marks that are on manatees are from boat strikes. And so what we can do is we can use those natural markings that they have on them to identify individuals. And so we go out and we take pictures of the manatees, and that way we're able to document individuals. And then we can use those to create sighting histories of the animals. And that way we can find out Lots of different information about individuals, but then also the population. If you look at it as a whole, you can get things like how often manatees reproduce, um, how likely they are to survive from one year to the other, what types of habitat they prefer, if there are animals that tend to go to one area versus another area. Things like that is what we can get through using photo ID. And that's most of what I do, but I'm also involved in some genetic sampling. I've done some tagging projects, and that's where we can put a tag on a manatee, and then you can use that to help keep track of certain individuals, and you can use those tags to either conduct behavioral studies, but then also look at movement patterns, and you can also look at habitat use with those as well. And so, like, do they share a common ancestor with 
anything? And if so, what is the name of that common ancestor? Manatees' closest relatives are actually elephants. There's also a smaller animal called a hyrax that they're related to. But I think if you look at an elephant, you can see the similarities. If you look at their skin, about the same color and texture. And also if you look at their feet, they have toenails. And if you look at a manatee's flippers, you'll see there's actually fingernails on a manatee's flipper that are really similar to elephants. And I know elephants only eat plants and vegetables. How about manatees? What do they eat? Manatees are herbivores, and so they eat aquatic vegetation. When they are in the bays and inland waters, they mostly eat seagrasses. And then if they're in rivers or more freshwater places, there's different types of freshwater vegetation they'll eat whenever they're up in there in those areas. I want to talk about manatees' teeth, because their teeth are really interesting. Could you tell our listeners what happens when they get worn down? So manatees, they eat aquatic vegetation, and a lot of times that vegetation may have things growing on it or just stuck on there, and it's also real close to the bottom, so it, it can be gritty, the sand from the bottom can get in that while they're eating and so that wears down their teeth and so manatees they only have molars and those molars are replaced starting from the back and so as the teeth are worn down then new teeth come up and move forward and replace those that have worn down and so like what questions do we still need to answer about manatees Well, there's a lot of things that we do know about manatees, and then there are quite a few things we still don't know about manatees. There's a lot of things about communication, how manatees communicate with each other in general that we still don't know. There's guesses and thoughts about how they travel to different spots, how they navigate through the waters and find different areas that they travel to either for warm water or finding places to feed. There are a lot of things that are still unknown. Oh, and so, like, how do you think they communicate? One of the things that we know that they do is they communicate verbally. So they make these little, uh, it sounds like chirps and squeaks if you listen in the water. Also, we think they might communicate through taste or smell, or even as far as touching. But the taste and the smell part, that's the part that there hasn't been a whole lot of research on that. So there's not a whole lot known about how effective those two are as far as communicating. So manatees are good at communicating, but what are their weaknesses? And do they have any predators? Manatees really don't have any natural predators. If they're sick or injured, they can be preyed on by sharks, but it's pretty rare. Otherwise, no, it's just humans, really, that are their predators. But in the United States, that doesn't happen anymore as far as hunting them. In other countries, other species of manatees are still hunted in some areas. Um, Some of their weaknesses, though, are they're really susceptible to cold. So normally when you think of marine mammals, 
They have a blubber layer that helps keep them insulated and warm, but manatees don't really have that kind of insulation. So if it gets too cold, and usually it's anything less than 68 degrees, then they'll start suffering from that and they can get what's called cold stress syndrome. And if they're in cold too long, then they can die from it. That's terrible. So what can people do to help protect manatees? That's a good question, Nate. One of the things that they can do is just whenever people are out on the water, either boating or doing any sort of recreational activity on the water, is just to be on the lookout for manatees. If you're in areas where manatees are known to be, like pretty much anywhere in Florida, keep an eye out, wear polarized sunglasses, and that'll help you see through the water a little bit better and be able to see them when they're not at the surface. If you're in an area you're not familiar with, maybe slow down a little bit and just pay more attention. Manatees tend to be in shallow grass bed areas. And so if you're paying more attention in those areas and going slow and watching where you're going, then not only are you protecting manatees, but you're protecting those seagrasses as well. And seagrasses are really important for the health of the ecosystem. They are nursery grounds for all kinds of fish and benthic organisms, and they help to keep the waterways clear and stabilize sediment. Another thing you can do to help protect manatees is um, watch your trash or fishing line. Just clean up after yourself. I think that those would be helpful tips. I'll try to use them the next time I'm on the water. Okay, that sounds great, Nate. If people want to find out more about manatee research, where can they go? There are several places they can look online. One is at www.moat.org, and that is where I work. There are state and federal agencies that also study manatees. One is the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. And their website is www.fwc.com. There's also the U.S. Geological Survey. They have the federal branch of manatee researchers, and they are the Sirenia Project. And there's also uh, Save the Manatee Club. They would have information. There's lots of different sites out there where you can um, find information on manatee research. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. It was great talking to you, Nate. Thanks for having me. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Dad, you can shut the recording off. For the newest episodes of the show about science, download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo.